Today, the lesson comes from the book of Matthew, chapter 1. We'll be reading verses 18 through 25. Matthew, chapter 1, verses 18 through 25. Before we read, I would like to tell a story. In Europe, there was a tightrope walker that became very famous, especially when he, in Paris, walked back and forth on the rope with his eyes covered. That made news all over the world. A promoter from the U.S. contacted this tightrope walker and promised him a great amount of money, pay all his expenses, if he would accept the challenge of coming and walking a rope over Niagara Falls. The tightrope walker accepted the challenge, and the day came when a rope, a cable, was over Niagara Falls. And this man walked from the Canadian side to the U.S. side, and the people clapped. And then he said, how many of you believe I can walk back with my eyes covered? And the people clapped, and he covered his eyes and walked all the way back, and people just excited. They couldn't believe how good this man was. Now he put a wheelbarrow on the rope with a 60-pound bag on the wheelbarrow. And he walked all the way back. Now he said, How many of you will take the challenge of sitting on the wheelbarrow and allow me to push you all the way back to the other side? Any volunteers? And nobody, nobody accepted his challenge. They believed in his ability. They believed that he could do it, but not enough to risk their life. The story today is focused on a man, Joseph. Mary is a little secondary on today's story. It will focus on Joseph. Joseph was a man who was godly, righteous. He lived a good life obeying God. Joseph was sensitive. And Joseph was obedient. He was willing to risk whatever God asked. He believed and he was willing to put action into it. Joseph, when he heard of God's challenge, see he accepted God as his Savior and his Lord. His Savior and his Lord. Not everybody that God came with a message that was living a righteous life responded in obedience, took action. For example, Jonah. God said, Jonah, I want you to go to Nineveh and deliver a message on my behalf. Tell the people to repent. Jonah was a believer. Jonah received a clear message from God. But his heart was not sensitive. He could not feel the pain of the loss in Nineveh because he didn't like those people. We know the story 
that Jonah tried to run away, didn't obey God. And uh, a storm came, he was thrown overboard. And when he was in the mouth of the whale, that's when he decided to obey God, not Joseph. We read in Matthew 1, 18 through 25, this is how the birth of Jesus, the Messiah, came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph. But before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Mary was engaged. The two families, the two parents, most likely the two fathers, had agreed that my daughter will marry your son. Now, that engagement, they lived apart, but it was already a commitment. If either one of them passed away, they were considered a widow or a widower. So it was a commitment. So happened that these were two wonderful, wonderful people. And both parents were happy to bring one into the life of the other. I want my daughter to marry your son. I want your son to marry my daughter. And they shook hands and they were excited because these were two Christian families. Now, they knew the word of God. They knew that God had a plan. They were longing that the prophecies in the Old Testament would be fulfilled. I have no doubt that Mary and Joseph and their families had heard of Genesis 3.15 when God spoke to Satan said, Satan, I'm going to fix this thing. I'm going to send my son who's going to be born of a woman. And he will smash your head. And mankind will be restored. Throughout the Old Testament, the prophets proclaim God's love. His search to reach out, reconcile. The prophets preach, repent. The prophets spoke, behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened that it cannot save Neither is ear heavy that it cannot hear. People repent. They had heard the stories. Mary had read and studied about Ruth and Naomi. How a Moabite married an Israelite that was in their land because they were running hunger, famine in Israel. She had married Naomi's son. And he died, now they became widows. And how God provided and cared for them. Mary knew that. She knew our God can and our God cares. He provides a solution. So Joseph had heard about Jonah. Joseph had heard about Isaac, Shadrach, and Abednego. Joseph had heard all these stories and he knew that God is faithful. You can depend on him. So when God said before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace. He didn't want to embarrass her. He was sensitive. 
He had in mind to divorce her quietly. Now, he didn't care about his reputation, what people would say, but he cared for Mary. According to the harsh, harshness of the law, if you took the law literally, they both or Mary could have been stoned. Do you remember when the Pharisees, the religious leaders, brought the woman to Jesus who they caught in adultery and they wanted to stone her? Well, Joseph was godly, but he was sensitive and he was obedient. He had in mind to divorce her quietly, but after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do you ever wonder why the Bible makes a point of mentioning people's name? When you see the genealogy of Jesus, it is long. And you say, why these names that I cannot pronounce? Because to God, individuals are important. God knows you. He knows your name. He knows your children. He knows your family, your friends, by name. Joseph. The, the angel appeared to him and said, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son. Now, a pregnancy announcement in practically every culture is a special occasion. When a young couple writes to the parents, or call the friends and family over for dinner and there they announce we are expecting a baby. Now only lately through ultrasound and such you can know if it is a boy or a girl. But here of course God knew it and God said to Joseph it's going to be a son. An announcement of a son. And you were to give him the name Jesus. Give the name Jesus. Now, I thought personally about this situation. My wife and I adopted five children. And I also wanted one of them to have my name. We told the orphanage, we want a child that you choose, the one with the greatest need. We didn't specify gender, age, health, race, we want a child that you feel needs a family. And turned out to be four boys and one girl. On our fourth adoption, my wife wanted to name our son Alexander. And I asked her, why don't we name him Robert? She said the next one would name Robert. So during the time we were before the judge, my wife had to take our son Andre to the bathroom. At that time the judge asked, what name do you want to give your son? 
I looked to the side and I said, Robert. So when she came back, the deed was done. Robert, our son. She didn't get mad about it. She said she was willing. She just wanted to wait for the next one. Joseph, you're going to name your son not after your grandfather, not after your uncle, not after yourself. Your son's name is going to be Jesus, Savior. Because he will save his people from their sin. Last week we talked about saved from sin. It is important we understand we all need to be saved. Now John 1 says, As many as received him, Jesus, to those who received him, he gave the right to be called children of God. To those who received him, he gave the right to be called children of God. That right, it is a legal term, it is as, as the judge stamps. And now my, our children, their last name is Alvera. They have all the rights, all the privileges, as if they were born biologically into our family. That is the term that John says. Those who received, accepted Christ as their Savior, to those he gave the right to be called children of God. Everybody in the world is God's creation. God's creation. But to become children, you have to accept Christ as your personal Savior. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they shall call him Emmanuel, Joshua, Savior, God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him. When Joseph woke up, he did exactly what the angel commanded him. Now, beloved, we read the Bible, we come to church, and it's inconceivable for me that we come to church and there is not something that is shared that touches us. And when we leave church, it's not like Vegas, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. No, what happens in church, we take it with us. And we obey what we hear God saying to us. I have been in a church service where God impressed me. To skip going out to eat one time a month and give that money to a special cause. And I shared with my wife. I've been in church where somebody singing behind me blessed my heart. And I made a decision from the words of the song. When you hear God speak, do it like Samuel. Samuel did not know he heard a voice. And he went to the prophet and said, Prophet, I'm hearing somebody calling my name. 
And the prophet said, next time you hear, respond, yes, Lord, here I am. So Joseph, when he woke up, he did as the angel had commanded him. He took Mary home as his wife. He didn't care what the neighbors were going to say. He didn't care whether they had enough food. He just trusted God. Friends, there's a concept I want you to remember today. You and God make a majority. You and God, you are a majority. Another one is all you need is God and one other person. God and one other person. He will touch somebody's heart. He'll touch somebody to come and help you. Joseph from Egypt, he was in prison. But God had a person in mind to help Joseph. You and God make a majority. And all you need is God, and he'll provide one other person. God provided for Mary Joseph, and for Joseph Mary, and they went home trusting, not worried what people were going to say. But he did not consummate their marriage until she gave birth to a son. And he obeyed, he gave the son the name Jesus. Now the angel came to them later and spoke, Joseph, take your wife and run to Egypt. Take the baby, your wife, and I want you guys to go to Egypt. Now folks, God's son, a godly woman, a godly man, they became refugees in Egypt. But Joseph didn't worry because he knew God was on his side. He was obeying God. He was listening to the Lord's call. Later the angel came to Joseph one more time. Joseph, Herod has died before he went to Egypt because Herod had signed a decree all the male children. Two years and younger should be killed. But Herod died, the angel said, come back. And Joseph listened and followed. So the lesson today for us to remember is, let's be believers with the example of Mary that said to the angel, as the Lord desires, her concern was to obey God. Men, Friends, let's be like Joseph, godly people who follows the law and the Lord obeys him. Let's not forget the sensitive side, concern about others' feelings, be affectionate and caring, and let's obey, let's obey. It is inconceivable that Christ knocks on a door and you say, Savior, come in, Lord, stay out. You can't. Savior and Lord, let's obey Him. And not worry about our reputation, but let's be concerned that His name be exalted, that He be honored, that we raise Him up, and He'll draw people to them.
Merry Christmas. God bless you. The example of Mary and Joseph may be in our heart. Shall we pray? Loving Father, we thank you for loving us. We thank you for reaching out while we're yet sinners. You loved us. Not for anything we have done, but your grace and your mercy. Lord, help us to be like Mary, that when given an assignment, when chosen by you to be a blessing, will say yes. Help us to be like Joseph, a believer who was sensitive and obedient. And may you be honored and glorified. Father, bless each person and family of Midland Reformed Church. I know you are happy. You have called them to be a light and shine in this community. Bless them. Thank you for them. In Jesus' name, amen.